Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey guys, welcome to the Lesbian Chronicles. I'm Melissa. I'm Allie. And we are here today again. Together. Together. Right. Um, I think things are getting a little, maybe better with the corona. I yeah, it does seem a little more chill. Um, I heard someone say that white people just decided that they're done with it. So I'm not done with it, <laughs> but though. But I'm not either. I'm yeah. still definitely like wearing a mask right. and that sort of thing. I, I carry hand sanitizer like in my pocket. Same. I was jogging yesterday and I saw this like older couple, they were walking with their masks on and I jogged by and they gave me like eat shit looks for not having a mask on jogging. Uh But the CDC, I feel like just said, like it's not quite as, you've got to be in front of somebody for more than a second. Yeah. And running by somebody, likely it's very rare that you would catch it. They Mm -hmm. also said it's not quite as doesn't live as long on surfaces as we thought. Yeah. So, I mean, we're learning, but it's yeah. like they literally glared at me. Really? Yeah. Man. So, I, I'm the same way. If I'm yeah. outside, I'm not wearing one. But what about, too, if I'm jogging and I'm on the but sidewalk yeah, like, and I'm gonna, away? That's one reason even... why I haven't gone back to the gym because I think my gym might be requiring that you wear a mask in the gym. Mm. And I'm like, I'm going to suffocate. Right. So. Right. It was like 80 degrees. I mean, I'm like, I and I got far away from them. Yeah. Um, driving over here, there was like firemen, like posted up at the intersection of the Wellstar Hospital. Oh wow! Handing out masks. Okay. Yeah. So they're still in it. Yeah, but I mean, I was like, wow, they're like giving out free masks here. You know, right. I've kind of, I've, I happened to find some in my house. Yeah. I don't know how I had them. Right. But I was like, sweet. So I've been using those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's basically if I'm going into a store, which I really try to avoid. Have you gone out to dinner or anything? We like, haven't gone out to no way, but we have. We pick up. Three times a week. Yeah. Picked up last night for a big group, and I had to be the one to walk up there and get it, and I didn't have a mask on. Yeah. But I just stayed away from everybody and did it. I went to a restaurant for the first time yesterday and sat on a patio. Okay. Um, and I did go, when I went in to use the bathroom, which uh-huh. I was so like, right. I wore a mask. Then I washed my hands in the bathroom, you know, did the whole like paper towel, open the door, yeah. that sort of thing. And then I used hand sanitizer the moment that I sat back down. Right. So I felt like I was taking like the right precautions, right. you know, and, and the, the waiter was wearing a mask and everything. So. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I know. I'm like, at this point, I'm like, 
Like, I gotta live my life. You're like, just let me get it just, already. <laughs> I know. Like, can I just get it and get it over? Uh, Not really, because I really don't want to be on death's door. And I've, I've, the people that I do know that have had it said it was really brutal. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we so, don't need that. I know. I, I definitely don't want to go through that. No. And we're all so on top of each other here. We'd all end up fucking. I know. Up. Yeah. You guys are in uh, close quarters here. Right. So. Um, so what are we talking about? Um, so the other day I was listening to Cameron Esposito's, um, podcast called Query. Yep. Um, and she interviews like gay celebrities, right. like queer celebrities, um, or even just like notable people. Yeah. Um, I don't know how long her podcast has been around, but it's been around for a minute and it's, it's good. You know, I, right. I, she's got a lot of good people on there. Right. Um, and this was the interview with Glennon Doyle. Okay. Yeah. Um, who's love. been all over the place lately right. because of her book. Um, untamed. She actually said too that it's like a top seller on the Christian um, book list or whatever. Really, right now. even like, that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's yep. like, I still have my Christian fans, and I think that's great. You know, I think her her relationship with Abby probably opens the eyes of a lot of people that were judging right people for that sort of thing. So. I was already in my process of coming out, and I, I was already into it when she met Abby. Mm-hmm. But I remember that being like a big deal to me. Yeah. Kind of like, oh my god. I mean, I. It was like, I couldn't even believe it. I do too. But at the time I remember being like, why aren't you talking about this? Like, right. What happened here? Yeah. You know, you were with a man and now you're with her. And it was and like, it there was, was no, like, we didn't see any dating. It was just like this, this picture, an expose of them together. But I was still like, I remember like calling my friends and being like, holy shit. Yeah. Glennon. Cause I was a fan of hers before. See, I had never really paid that much attention to her. Okay. Um, prior to that, um, like, I think I'd heard about her, you know, just like in passing and like yeah. the warrior books and that sort of thing. But I never really read her blog or mm-hmm. whatever. Didn't know much about her. Um, but yeah, that definitely like piqued my interest when, yeah. when she got with Abby. But I remember at the time just being like, we, I need de- the information of what happened. And yeah. like, um, oh, I wanted her to share her story. Yeah. You know, and right then off she the did bat. eventually. I mean, yeah. yes. And now she has. And yeah. I feel like that's, you know, that's a lot of what Untamed is about. Is right. meeting Abby. And, and it probably and also, though, feels like at the beginning, you're scared to say too much because you're not really right. sure yet what it is. And I think and that that is just it. That's kind of what I learned from that interview is that she was just kind of like, whoa, what is happening? Yeah. And didn't know how to proceed with it. Right. You know? Um, and I think that's what a lot of us, of course, like you want to feel it out. You want to Google your life. As we say, you wanted to feel it out before you start telling people. I remember also being scared of telling people because then it's like, what if I change my mind Mm -hmm. in three weeks, which I thought was highly possible. And now all of a sudden I've told everyone I'm gay and I'm leaving Chris. Yeah. I know that so, is, seriously. Yeah, I don't. I to me, I get it. Like you want to really have solid proof. I still say that. I mean, mm-hmm. to Maria, I'm like, I clearly I'm gay. Clearly, I'm not going back to men. But it's like even before I felt I wanted such a solidness of our relationship before I even shared that. Yeah. Because then it's like, oh, she's a fraud. I or know, she's, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's so true. Because and it does take time to get there. It does. Um, and for me, what kind of, I think fast forwarded my process was looking back at my life right. and being like, Oh, that's all the things that I missed right? that I didn't consider. Right. I don't know. I feel so oblivious when I think about it. You know? I know. Um, and you're like, I don't want to miss any part of my part of what like really spurred me is I didn't want to miss anything else. It was like, you know, summers are going mm-hmm. by trips are going by music. I love music, live shows. They're all like, my life is passing me by. And it was like, I better start like living it. Yeah. 
even if I don't tell people the why, like I need to like, and I did, but I, I feel like I understand the waiting because it's like, you just, you're not sure you want to say it out loud. Yeah. And, and yeah, like it's kind of like putting this stamp yeah. on what you are and right. what you're doing and making it officially official. Right. And you're not a totally sure. No. And it's kind of like in the podcast, they talked about that. The query podcast mm-hmm. is just that identity and the, this community is so important. What are you? Are you bisexual? Are you a lesbian? Right. Are you straight? Are you like everybody is so consumed with what you are mm-hmm. that it's it's really hard. And yeah. And I think that's a good point because when you do have everybody in the world being like, this is your label, this is my label. You know, you feel like, where do I fall on this? Yeah. And I've said this before. One thing that really helped me was reading. Someone was like, you're not straight. Right. And I was like, yes. Yeah. And you know, I remember somebody in our therapy group saying that when she went to therapy, the therapist said, she kept saying, like, tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. And the therapist eventually, she wouldn't really say, but never to tell her what to do. But she did finally say, you're gay. (laughs) And it was like for her, like, oh my God, thank God somebody else said it. Yeah. Like I can't trust myself. I mean, I think that's what everyone wants to hear when they go to therapy. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing that I was thinking about recently. It's like when you start to question your sexuality, it's like your first thought is like, oh, I need to go to therapy. Yeah. And yeah. it's like there's something, something wrong, wrong with, with me. You. Yeah. And it's like, no, there's nothing wrong with you. No, but you do want like this validity of like, because I, oh, I, yeah. I, I absolutely wanted that first therapist and to be like, gay. Melissa, you're gay. Right. But it's also like that I, I've got straight friends um, and one in particular that constantly we joke. I mean, she's like, I, of course, like I love women too. Like I would, she wants to stay with her husband. She's not gay. Mm-hmm. She definitely is not gay. Yeah. But she still has those feelings. So then it makes it even more confusing for people like me that are surrounded by these straight women who still want to have sex yeah, with women. Exactly. Who I'm like, maybe I'm just them. Yeah. You know, and I can stay in this marriage and just be like my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, that was never going to be enough. Right. And I think that's kind of where that spectrum thing comes into play. You yeah. Know, sexuality is a spectrum. Right. You know, yeah, you can be super straight. You can also be super freaking gay. Right. And, but there's a zillion other places on the line yeah. in, in between. Them. Totally. It's a total spectrum. Where do you fall on that mm-hmm. spectrum? Who do you think's gay or me or you? Hmm. <laughs> on the spectrum. I mean, I don't know. Should we base it on outfits at the moment? Today. Like, I'm super oh, gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've got but the I'm flannel usually on, not. So. I know. That's because I'm cold, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because I really want to have flannel Really? On. But you were, you had it buttoned up a minute ago. That's because I was like, freezing. You got the whole, like, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I, I, I keep saying, I'm like, my gayness is just, like, coming out more and more. Like, I I, I'm realizing I need to get, like, rid of half my wardrobe. I know. Like, now I don't want to wear that stuff. I know. It's, I, I do think about that. Like, but I, I don't know if it's because we're in quarantine, but, like, I wear high heels always. Like, uh-huh. I wear them to go out to dinner. I wear them. And I haven't in a long time. And yeah. I'm like, is it quarantine or is it I'm just getting gayer? I know. You know, That's funny because I haven't worn heels at all either. Yeah. And the girl that I'm dating is like, I can't imagine you wearing heels. Yeah. Because she has not seen me. It would almost be like, do I look like I'm like in the wrong clothes? Right. Like, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, that's not right. Right. You know, we're, we're a dress and stuff like that. Yeah. Know? I even saw a picture of myself in a dress from like 10 years ago. It popped up on my Facebook memories, and I was just like, who is that? I know, I know. You know? But I used to wear them all the time, because to me, like, a cotton dress in the summer yeah. is so comfy, and I don't have to think of two things. Like, instead of doing shorts <laughs> and a shirt, I can just throw my dress on, a pair of sandals, yeah. and now I don't. Yeah. 
That's what my sister told me about dresses because she wears yeah. dresses nonstop. Oh yeah, I did like, too. Because I don't have to think about two things. I don't I have to think about one. exactly, and, and it's, it's comfortable. Like, Ooh, I never thought of it that yeah. way. But I need pockets. I need like you can get places a dress with to little pockets. I know. Those are cute. Or you could do a dress and a fanny pack. <laughs> yes, that would land me so lots many of dates. Women. <laughs> lots of women. People have messaged and been like, I don't understand how Melissa's single. Oh. <laughs> Let me show you. Let me, Let me show you why. <laughs> this was my outfit at the park. <laughs> I, I got in dress and fanny pack. Oh, seriously. Those things are back in style, They're though. totally back in style. Like, so, someone I was yeah. dating actually brought one out, and I was like, are you fucking serious? My right daughter now? is extremely on style point. She, and she was like, one. I got this at Bonnaroo. And yeah. I was like, but does that make it cool? Yes. Like, ugh. Turns out, yes. It turns out, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's one of those things where I'm like, I, you know, you see the trends coming back mm-hmm. and you get a little ex- excited about some of like the 90s things, right. but that one, I was like... But this, let's be clear, though. It's not the fanny pack that you see at the campground of... The mom with the eight kids. <laughs> it's not quite that fanny pack, but yeah, it's back. You know, to each their own. To each their own. I'd still rather do a purse over my... I'd rather do a backpack. Okay, or a backpack. You know what? I am glad that I don't have to carry a purse anymore. Right. I feel like I've been freed of purses. But a backpack? That's even more cumbersome. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I like that. Like if Maria has the backpack, I am super psyched. I shove all my shit in it. (laughs) Hold all of my things. Exactly. (laughs) I just got a cooler backpack to take to the park. Really? And I love it. Yeah. It's so How much can you put in it? Um, How drunk can we get? I'm pretty drunk. (laughs) I can fit like a good like... 12 to 15 beers. Wow. Okay. And ice and everything. And yeah. it's got other pockets for koozies and hand wow. sanitizer. How heavy? Not heavy at all. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I'm like a little pack mule. Good to know. Walking through the park. Good to know. I'll <laughs> shuffle mine in there. Yeah. Totally. Um, so yeah, back to this podcast thing that we were talking about. Let me tell you something kind of funny about Cameron Esposito. Okay. Um, you know, I think you do know this, but she played Owen's gay mother in a movie yeah. called Mother's Day. And that was before, long before, really, I came out. Mm-hmm. But I remember, like, watching this movie being filmed and, like, seeing my son, who was then younger, with these two moms, um, one of them being Cameron Esposito, uh-huh. who's super cool and nice. Who was the other one? The other one was the woman from... Um, Oh my God! What is the medical show? The girl's name is Elliot in the show. She's got blonde hair. She's Kristen something. Hmm. Um, really pretty. I don't think I know she plays about. a doctor in residency. On like Grey's Anatomy. It's not Grey's Anatomy, but it's a show just like that. But it's a comedy. Oh, um, man! I feel like we're yeah. playing trivia right now. Yeah. Scrubs? Not Scrub. Maybe Scrubs. What's her name? Uh, What's the man that's in that? Who's in Zach Braff? Yes, that's it. Okay. Is that Scrubs? Yeah. Okay, the girl in that with the blonde hair. Really? Yeah. She's pretty famous. I think that's, um, tell me her name. I'm pretty um, sure. Yeah, I, that's her. She's funny too, actually. She is funny. Um, she was in But that... she played the wife of Esposito, and then Owen was their boy. Huh. But I remember like watching that movie as it was being filmed and thinking like, I knew I was gay, but I was in my straight marriage and just thinking like, oh man, like that would be awesome. This chick, Sarah Chalk? That's her. Yep. She played the other mother. Yeah. It should say Mother's Day in her IMDb. Well, that's Um, cool. She's, yeah, she's really famous. She's been in a lot of stuff. Oh, that movie Wrong Missy. This has nothing to do with gayness. Yeah. But it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's I saw it. hilarious. Is it? Okay, maybe we'll watch that. Yeah. We watched a gay movie She's last in it, night. So Sarah Have Talk you ever is. heard the movie um, Tell It to the Bees? 
Um, I've heard of okay, it. Okay, so great movie. Maria and I literally stayed up till if it kept it kept us up till midnight watching it. That's how good it was. Really? But it's gay, but it's old, taken in the 1950s. Oh. And it is like beautifully shot. I feel like great acting. Uh-huh. Um, I was way into it. And we had no idea what it was about. It was just like, here, this movie is on Netflix. Let's watch it. Or no, it wasn't even Netflix. It was Showtime. Oh. Um, but we got so into it. Mm-hmm. I got totally sucked in. Tell it to the bees. Okay. If you That's get, um, yeah. If you need a gay movie. I do. I need it. So I've just been watching reruns of like, no, wait, what show did I watch? Dead to Me. They had a new oh, yeah. season. Actually, that had um, another le- a lesbian mom. couple. Oh, really? Yeah. So the not Christina Applegate, but the other chick. Yeah, <clears> who's um, played Owen's mom in another movie. <laughs> really? Yes. So she starts dating a woman in the really? show. Yeah. Oh my god! And I didn't see that coming. It's interesting because they don't even skip a beat with it. Like she just like Linda Cardellini. Yes. Okay. So she starts hooking up with this woman. And like it's wow. funny because when the char- the lesbian character comes in, yeah. they don't uh, you know immediately announce that she's gay, but I was like that woman's gay. Right. Like I could just feel it. Yeah. And then like she was like kind of flirty with her and like very complimentary and like when then did they it... ended up hooking up. Okay. But they, it's like they don't skip a beat. They weren't like it wasn't like the next day when she's telling Christina Applegate about it. It wasn't like, "Oh, are you gay now?" You know, okay. it wasn't like they're a big deal. Okay, you know? got it. Yeah. Which I really liked because I feel like in other shows, especially like rewatching Friends and um, 30 Rock, right. there's so many like gay jokes where it's just like, ugh. Right, like, right. I don't want to be gay. Right, you right. You know, but this was just like, don't skip a beat. Like, no big deal. I think too, like, and sometimes too, they make the gay scenes like gratuitous. It's like it's, this almost like they're just doing it to get you excited or like you're it's for the sex of it mm-hmm. versus yeah. like when they just kind of make it a normal thing like I might be with a man I might be with a woman that is very cool yeah oh and the funny thing was like the next morning like after they hook up what's her name Linda Cardellini, Linda Cardellini. um the the lesbian chick like leaves the room to like go get coffee or something and as she leaves Linda Cardellini is like I love Really? Oh my God. I was like, oh my That's God, awesome. she's so gay. That's awesome. The good thing about the one I, from the 1950s is also it's like a slow, like it's building. You know, sometimes they get to it too fast. And yeah. It's like it, this was like you're, by the time they, something happens, you're like so, I don't know, it's like a slow build up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I loved it. <clears throat> that's, um, that's funny. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Although I don't have showtime, so... I, don't, I might be on Netflix, too. I don't know. I'll, I'll see what I can find. Maybe yeah. I can just rent it somewhere. Right. Um, so, anyway, yeah. Query. Cameron Esposito. Glennon Doyle. Um, yeah. We're going to play a clip, actually, of Glennon, which I've... I, like... When she started saying this, I literally, like, paused it and was, like... Hey. I think I even, like, screenshotted where it was. Because right. I was just like, oh, my God. That's so, me. It's, it's so me. Right. And I think it's so many of us. Right. Um, and she's talking about the labeling. Right. And once she, she, she met Abby, she felt like she had to have some label. Yeah. She also talks I? a little bit pre- previous to this. She talks about not feeling like a part of the gay community mm-hmm. because she's new. And would you say just on that note, like, I don't necessarily feel like nobody excludes me, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily <clears throat> feel like I'm in the gay community. Yeah. I have gay friends. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I am, and I feel like everyone has been accepting, right. but it is kind of like, you know, I guess there's a part of me that's like, well, all these people did the hard shit, 
Mm-hmm. You know, these people ahead of me. Right. And I've kind of like coasted in when it was easy and safe. Okay. You know? Do you feel, I don't feel that, I don't feel like it was easy and safe at all, but I'm, that's well, awesome. Well, I mean, it's not yeah. 100%, but it's easier than it was in the oh, 90s. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, And I think that's, but also it was so scary then that I couldn't even allow myself to yeah. think about it. Yeah, that's so, true. That's true. Um, but yeah, I feel like a lot of people have dealt with a lot harder things than I will ever. Right, for sure. Deal with. So, um. But yeah, I, got, I kind of related to what she was saying about not feeling like a part of it. Right. Um, I do, but I don't. Right. You know, I'm it's a newbie. It's almost like we're, yeah, we're in, we've cultivated our own group. So it's not, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't feel like I have this group of lesbians who've been around forever that are my posse. No. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know. But I mean, I feel like so many people are new. Really. Right. Like right. when it comes down to it, like a lot of people... It's pretty recent that they've come out. Yeah, in our squad. Yeah, in yeah. our squad. And then a lot of the people that I meet, like, here in Atlanta. Yeah, so, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Everybody has a different place that like, they do it. Even the girl that I'm dating now, she she came out around the same time that I did. Wow, okay. Yeah, so she's kind of, like, new. Yeah. How so, many people she dated before you? Um, She had one serious... And then I think she said she just dated a few people here and there. But she just slept nothing. with a few people here yeah. and there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> she did not do the um, advice that she said she's gotten as, as well. And another friend said that someone told her this, of sleeping with as many people as you can. Is that really the advice? Yeah. That's probably great I, advice. I'm just like, I can't do it. No. No, I can't do it either. I'm, all, I'm too, like, controlling in my... Like bed in my house. Like I just, I couldn't, first of all, I don't want to go to your house. I don't know what's going to happen there. And I don't want to go to your house. So that means you're coming here and that, I don't know. That would be too anxiety provoking. Right. All right. I'm going to play this clip from Glennon um, and uh, hopefully you guys can hear it just fine. But here we go. But I can only tell you that, you know, in the very beginning after Abby and I first got together, all anybody ever asked me in an interview or, or, or my friends or would say, you know, okay, so like, what are you? What are you? Um, and so I used to sit with Abby and say, we're going to figure this out. Like, I need to have an answer. We have to figure out what I am, you know? Um, but I can just tell you some stories. Like, first of all, bisexual doesn't sound right to me because I have to tell you the truth. I never really liked sex with guys. I think I was acting my whole life. Like, I just thought, this is as good as it gets, I guess. It's not really my favorite thing. Um, I don't really understand what the big deal is about. But I guess I'll continue to do it because I used to describe it to my sister as, like, the oil change of a relationship. Like, you just have to keep doing it so <laughs> yeah. that things oh, keep running smoothly. I, mean, I know. Well, Glennon, there's it's also, so right. you know, I... I <clears throat> So, yeah, that oil change of a relationship, I was just like, damn it. Check the box. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt. Yep. But we were talking about this before we started recording. I didn't feel like that initially when I first met Tom. I did, like, want to have sex, but I started to kind of realize, I think I was just, like, selling him on me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and being like, look how great I am. Yeah. You know, it's like when you put your best face forward. Right. That's just it. Like, the first six months of a relationship, you're on it. Yeah. You know, like you're you're funny. But do you think being on it made you enjoy it? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, but I do remember that it started to drop off. Right. And Before kids? Oh, 
I'm, it started to drop off after like, I want to say three to four months. Okay. Got it. Um, and during those three to four months when I was into it, we were drinking a lot. I mean, we lived in Panama city beach. Mm -hmm. Um, if he and I were not working, we were on the beach drinking beer all day. Yeah. So, um, you know, it was again, like the numbing thing, but then it's like not to get too personal, but if I'm like drunk, I'm not feeling much of anything. Like, how are you enjoying it that much? I don't know. Okay. Um, I'm, that's not the case when I'm drunk. No. And vibrator or no vibrator? Oh, no vibrator. Okay. I didn't even know that kind of thing existed. Got then. it. Okay. Um, but I, it did drop off pretty quickly. And then um, I remember we were talking about getting engaged. We got engaged at a year and a half. We've been together. Okay. And I remember like the few months leading up to that, because we, we, you know, the conversation, I was like, man, when we get engaged, I, we are going to have such oh, yeah. good sex. I'm going to be so oh, excited and happy. I'm going to be so into it. And then we got engaged and like, literally he's like, well, let's go. Yeah. I'm and, excited. Where's this thing? Yeah, Where, where's and this? I was just like, oh, like, really? Yeah. Why did I, first of all, why did I say that? Yeah. Like, why did I <laughs> right. say that? And like, also I was kind of like, where is that feeling? Why is this not right happening for me right now? Right. And I think I never had that. Yeah. Like I remember I did what I was supposed to do always and I felt that I, I don't remember ever being like, I can't wait to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Until I met Maria really. But even before that, the people I dated, I liked it, but I had anxiety around it because I wasn't maybe in the love I needed to be. I mean, I used to have this like fantasy of like, oh, we go out to this nice dinner and we've got a hotel and we're going into the hotel room and we're like ready to rip each other's clothes off. Yeah. And that never happened. Right. Right. And I was always just like, why, why don't, yeah. And now I'm like, that could a hundred percent happen. Totally I guess it happens. has happened. Yeah. You know? And now I'm like, okay, like that, that makes sense. I just right. didn't have that passion, that desire for a man. Right. Right. Um, and you know, kind of like Glenn says, she's like, I feel like bisexual doesn't fit me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm the same way. Yeah. At first I thought it did. Cause right. I was like, it has to, right. You're it has to. Right. Like I've been with men that yeah. makes me bisexual. For many years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yes, there are true bisexuals, you know, there mm-hmm. are people that can feel both ways. Right. But for me, like as time went on, I was like, well, I don't feel both ways. I'm forcing it. I'm faking right. it. Right. Um, and do you know the statistic, again, I always take it a little too far, but the statistic scientifically is that 70% of women cannot have an orgasm with sex alone with a man. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking, he's got to do other things. Or you aren't getting off. 70% yeah. of women. That yeah. means 30% of women can, 70% do not. Mm-hmm. Which is also kind of to the point of like when people are like, oh, you need a man. A man isn't getting it done most of the time. He's doing it. If he's getting you off, he's, he's doing the same things a woman is capable yeah. of doing. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense yeah. to you? So um, anyway, but I can I mean, see like where. Clinically, people can't have Clinically, one. people 70% of the time do not have an orgasm based on being with them, what do you mean? In a hetero, in a hetero intercourse, just the physical act that you believe a man that women and men do. Uh-huh. He's doing something else. He's using his hands, his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Seventy um, percent cannot get to orgasm just with that. Just with, just with a, just dick. with a dick. Okay, <laughs> let's be clear. Let's here. <laughs> so, if seventy percent of people aren't getting off just with a dick, uh-huh. they're doing it other ways, right. which is essentially when you're a lesbian, you're doing it other ways, much mm-hmm. more creatively. Yeah, because this is all you are working with. Right. So, to me, it's like I don't know. Like, of course, it's more amazing. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's um, because a man is going to default to that 
action that 70% of, for 70% of women, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And in my friendships, even, I have a lot of straight friends and we talk explicitly about a lot of things. It was very rare that somebody could. Yeah. I mean, it was like the unicorn. Mm -hmm. Most women have a vibrator or that he's using his hand or something else. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I mean, but also when I would talk to some of my friends, they felt the same way that I did. Yeah, of course. You know, like, oh yeah, it's like another thing on my to-do list. And, um, that was one thing that made me think that I wasn't gay. Right. Me too. Um, I like, I remember that conversation. It would probably happen about four years ago with those friends. And I was just like, oh, but one of my friends was like, no, I love sex. I know. And it is like reassuring. I have a friend who's clearly straight and she might even be listening, but like maybe my straightest friend I have. Mm -hmm. But she, one time we were having a conversation and I mentioned that this is years ago. And she was like, oh my God, what a relief to like hear you say that. Mm -hmm. I hate it with him. Yeah. Like I do not, there's nothing in me. I want to kiss him. I want to hold him. But she's like, I dread it every single time. But she's straight. Totally straight. You know, th- I mean, that's interesting. Like, maybe some people really don't like sex. Um, and, I mean, she probably can't imagine being with a woman, right? Well, she probably also falls into the 70%, as I'm sure she does. Yeah. So it doesn't feel that great. Right. She's not getting off. She, right. like, I mean, I don't know what else. What's in it for me? Yeah. I mean, at some point, you have to say that. And the anxiety around, even, you know, I've talked to you about this. Like, until I feel super com- comfortable and, like good with somebody I'm not easy yeah like I I have to like totally be connected and totally be in it so you know you're raising kids you're it's I could see where that's miserable Mm -hmm. like that's the last thing I want to fucking do with this guy yeah yeah I mean it is a chore and then you need to take a shower I know but do you think that eventually happens even in well I that's what I was about to say I think that you know sometimes that just happens over time yeah you know you become less into that person right you know or is it can you still be madly in love with the person but less you have to get almost more creative like i wonder like we're still new and we it's yeah. new and fun and we love it yeah but i wonder at what point yeah i mean like a couple that's been together two women that have been lesbian bed death you know right. like how common is that does that well, really Maria happen has these friends that have been married 15 years that she asked them i don't i remember her saying this to me and she's like, their sex life is still like off the charts. Really? And they've been together 15 years. Well, good. Yeah. Let's hope. For, let's, that sounds that's promising. All I, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what, what, I'm, that's what I hope for. <laughs> Please let that happen for me. Because exactly. that's just it. I'm like, I feel like I've wasted my whole life not having good sex. I know. Or having good sex for a few months and then it dropping off and me finding it to be an extreme chore. Right. But do you ever also feel like one thing that I've, and coming out that I've taken on is that like, it's my responsibility if I enjoy it or don't enjoy it. Like I used to not feel this way, but I don't know what changed in me, but I definitely, I enjoy sex with my partner immensely, but I, it's like my responsibility. It's not really her. Mm -hmm. I need to get, I need to get what I need. Yeah. But also like with a man, I didn't put in that much effort. I put in zero. I was the laziest, worst leg. Like, yeah. Like, I, like the I, amount of effort that I do now. Oh, my God. I, the effort now, I'm out of breath. Like, if the men knew what I was doing now, <laughs> the men die. that I've been with, they would be like, who the fuck are you? I know. I say that all the time. I literally, that crosses my mind at least twice a week. Where was this? Where was this? It's like a circus. <laughs> I literally, I mean, the other day, my heart was racing. I was completely out of breath. Right? I was worried. It was a circus. 
Yeah, you know, I think I, I think saw one of those like one of the like late in life or Facebook groups that I'm in. Someone was like, "How do I strengthen my arms?" And I <laughs> and I commented back. I was like, "This wasn't a thought when you were with uh, men, now was it?" And yeah, now right. you're like, "Ah, oh, I better do some push-ups." I literally, I think I even said that to her. I'm like, "Is your arm getting tired? Because you are on one arm a lot." Yeah, it's like one arm push-ups, you know. I'm ah, dying. I was like, "Do some burpees." That's it's a good true. one too. You it's know? true. Like, it's true. I know. Because it's in the core, you're planking. <laughs> it's so true. Man. Um, I know. I'm, it's like shameful how bad I was. Right? I it did is. zero. I literally remember even saying and thinking just how, get this over with. Yeah. I've read because it's like, I just want to like lay here. I know. And then you'd be like, will you get on top? And I'm like, <sighs> get on top? What? Uh, is it your birthday? <laughs> no. It's such an effort to sit exactly. up and roll such an and climb. I'm not going to do it. No. No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. Now it's like, I will, I'll do anything. Right. I know. Yeah. Like, what do you want me to what do? What do you want me to do? <laughs> I'll stand on my head. Handstand push-ups? Exactly. I'm on it. Exactly. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, God. Well, and now it's more of a workout. I think I'm burning some more calories. You know? And don't you care? Like, I want to be good. Yeah. Like, I'm immensely concerned about this. Yes. There's nothing better than, like, the next day when someone tells me that they can't stop thinking about yeah. this before. Yeah. Hello. Like, yes. Yes. Damn straight. Right. No, wait till you have that with someone you've been with for like a year. Right? It's a good feeling. That is. Yeah. Aw. Right. That's so precious. Um, but anyway, that is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> One arm push up. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think we're ready to, to wrap it up. If you guys want to listen to that Did podcast. We, have, we had another topic we were going to hit. We? We'll have to do it in the next episode. Okay. We were going to talk about um, fear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The well, immense fear. We're running out of time here. And the idea... I guess the identity, the, the summation of all this is that you don't need an identity. You don't need to have a label at all. You can yeah. be, you I can mean, be whatever. It, yes. And yeah. I think that is like a very valid thing to, for people to keep in mind, especially through this process. You right. don't need a fucking label. No. And um, I think a lot of the labels too for people in our age group, they have that negative connotation right. anyway. Right. So it's hard to say I'm right. a lesbian right. or I'm gay because, because it's like really, that was an insult. It's, my and, whole it's life. an insult our whole life. And it's like, then you're a fraud. I came yeah. to your wedding. Yeah. What? Like, what I, I, I went yeah, with I you. I was in wedding. college with you. I exactly. saw you. Like, to me, there's something that feels so irresponsible. I, it's not. In mm-hmm. fact, to me, it's like, God, how brave are you? Yeah. Like, I remember another thing my therapist said, which is that everybody at some point, if God willing, has an awakening of something. And if you never do, and you go through your whole life, and now you're 70 and nothing changed, mm-hmm. what a what a tragedy that yeah. would be. What a boring life. What a boring fucking life. Yeah. Um, so to me, it's like there's no shame in it, and you can be whatever you want. Yeah. And not straight. Not straight. You can be gay. You can be. You don't know. You're questioning. I feel like 60 percent of women are probably not straight. A hundred percent, I agree. You yeah. know, I think everyone's gay. Right. I'm kind of like Wambach in that way. Like she says in her book forward, she's like, you know, I would go out and I would think really everybody is an option. Here. Yeah. I like, mean, there's nobody. True. Right. I mean, I've seen many a straight girl. Thank you. Flirting with a, a gay woman. Thank you. Hoping. Hoping. That something goes down. You got it. So you're saying there's a chance. There's always a chance. <laughs> that is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. This, uh, this episode with um, uh, Glennon Doyle, the podcast is called Query. 
Um, and it was episode 135, if you guys want to check that whole thing out, because yep. it is really, really good one. Um, and yeah, you if you want to send us your emails, melissaandally at gmail.com, and follow us on Insta, Facebook, the whole nine. All the things. All the things. Yes. All right, we will be back next week. Bye, guys. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.